The following is an exclusive presentation of the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. IMG is America's home for college sports. BYU football with Kalani Sataki. This is not about me as a head coach. This is about our program. The Cougars head coach tackles the game ahead. It's not about our players, especially the seniors, and look forward to those guys leading this team into this game. And you get to ask the coach anything. BYU football. Pulls it away. Takes off for the pylon. Touchdown, Taysom Hill. With Kalani Sataki on KSL News Radio and the Cougars New Skin IMG Sports Network. Presented by Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. This is BYU football with Kalani Sataki. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Heading into week four of the BYU football season and coming your way live from the Lavelle Edwards Stadium, President's Lowe's, you're in Provo, Utah. Welcome once again to BYU football with Kalani Satake. Cougar fans on hand, and we are live on the BYU football Facebook Live. And we're also live on KSL News Radio as well as BYUCougars.com slash live radio and the BYU Cougars app. However, you are tuning us in tonight. Great to have you with us as we get you set for BYU and West Virginia. All the way over in Landover, Maryland, FedEx Field coming up Saturday afternoon, 11.30 a.m. for the pregame and a 1.30 kick. My name is Greg Rubel. I'm joined by my color commentary colleague, the Arvada Flash himself, Mark Lyons, and the head coach, the Cougars, Kalani Satake. Tonight's player guest is Nick Kurtz, and Nick will be joining us a little later on in the program. And, and here we go, Coach. I always have these landmark or these milestone moments after we conclude here tonight. We'll, we'll be a third of the way uh, through our season of shows, and you're hitting the four-game mark uh, here on Saturday. Things have seemed to go kind of quickly, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, that's the season, and, and uh, you know, obviously we look forward to uh, doing better this week. And so um, um, guys, the guys are anxious and uh, just excited to get on the field and, um, you know, play in the NFL stadium. So the guys are really uh, fired up for it. If I said a quarter, and I meant a third, once we get finished with Saturday, I do know my math, and my math teacher here to my left. say a third. Okay, good. Yeah, it'll be, once we get through the show, we'll have done our fourth show, which is one-third of the season, and the fourth game Saturday is coming up in West Virginia. All right. Mark is the math teacher, tries to keep me honest. Sometimes he crosses me up by making me think I've made a mistake. (laughs) Coach Coach Satake, you guys come in at uh, at one and two, and uh, the margins, both in victory and defeat, so narrow right now. It's been a pretty fine line. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I mean, Obviously, the close games we want to be. We wanted more success than what we've had. Um, we're not happy with the with the uh, with the record, and we haven't played our best football yet. And so, um, you know, we don't have a lot of lot, lot of time left. And so, we, we it'd be good a good week to, for us to put everything together in all three phases and uh, to come out with a victory and, and not have to rely on the last part of the fourth quarter. So, uh, you know, if anything is. Um, if, if we play like we practice today, then we should be fine. You know, so uh, that's going to be the goal. And, and um, I know there's some concerns that, that that we need to address. And the only way to get to it is play the game. And you know, we're looking forward to it. What do you like about practice today? <clears throat> well, I, I think uh, I, I spent my time with the offense and watched them a little bit. And 
um, it just seemed like our guys were all were you know we're all uh, on the same page and um, things are clicking and so you know we're, we're catching balls and and advancing the ball and, and making blocks and so that that helped <laughs> you know so uh, we had a lot of mistakes um, last week and we can't we can't continue to make mistakes like that and expect to win. Yeah, that's what you were mentioning again, that uh, two weeks in a row now, uh, most people are doing everything right, but there's a breakdown here and there, and those breakdowns create the fact that you can't get the playoff successfully. Yeah, and it's a little different when you're dealing with an offense. Um, defensively, it's 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 not as a – you don't get exposed as much as you do in an offense. Defensively, all ten guys could do something wrong, and one person makes a play, and it covers it up, you know. And so um, it, it, you know you made some mistakes and that they could expose something there. But if one person makes the play, then you really don't get punished, and it doesn't, it doesn't show. Offensively, uh, one guy makes a mistake um, – two or three make a mistake and the play is pretty much done you know and so uh having a quarterback that that has experience and do it and 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 has a lot of game under his games under his belt doesn't get you out of those mistakes and and uh it's hard to to get things going when when there's mistakes all over the place and and we need to eliminate those and uh, it's sad that that happened because uh, i think we would have more opportunities to win and have more success on the field advancing the ball and, and scoring points if we didn't put ourselves in that in that type of situation the close game concept when you lose those close games you know it's good and bad you were there but man it's hard to take isn't it when you know that just a couple spots along the way if you made a change here or there well it would have turned out differently yeah and you don't get those back you no, know you so don't. so um uh, you know these lessons are tough to learn and and in the Arizona game you when you when you win um they're easier to deal with but when you lose it's something that you, you can't you can't allow this to continue to happen um in order for us to have the type of success that we want and that we're we're capable of as a team and so there's a lot of things that we can fix i mean that I, i'm not the only coach saying that there's a lot of coaches saying that in college football but uh with the guys that we have and the experience that we have i think um we should be doing a lot better and, and i know uh, offensively i know ty is really on it and um you know we did some things differently this week and i think it'll show a little bit more uh, on saturday generally are the differences things that uh that 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 we wouldn't notice or would notice on a game day or is it all kind of prep stuff that you think will uh will will help you guys perform better on saturday well th there's a lot of things that um i mean don't want to mention them too much because right. then you're throwing a lot of people under the bus what you're going wishbone <laughs> this week yeah no that won't that won't happen but um no just uh just doing things that we're good at you know um stuff that that we i mean i i think just sitting there and hoping that you can do well in certain plays isn't going to cut it anymore so we just do what we're good at and, and be uh you know we got to start mastering our trade a little bit and um playing a lot more sound football you know and uh, i think that's what our fans are are begging for and, and i think once we get that fixed offensively and there's some things that we can do di differently on on defense that will create more big plays and take advantage of opportunities there's a lot of things that we can fix so uh scoring points isn't just on, uh, on the offense we got to have it work with the defense and with our special teams flipping the field things like that and uh, again some big returns um, there's a lot of opportunities for us to score more points, and uh, hopefully we do that this Saturday. We're coming your way live from the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Lowe's. Before the show, our fans on hand were fed by Cam at Bam Bam's. Have a hand for Cam and Bam Bam's. Yeah. 
Our fans enjoying a meal from Cam and Bam Bam's before the show, and Bam Bam's helps present this show to you every week. Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic Central Texas right here in Utah County. Bam Bam's does barbecue the right way, low and slow. Bam Bam's is located at, as you all know, 1708 South State Street in Orem. We are coming to you, brought to you by Cam Garth, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. We're taking a break. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Hi, Greg Rubel here. And once again, we are proud to announce the Utah Honda dealers as sponsors of BYU football. Honda has put together an impressive lineup of cars and trucks designed to beat the competition. From North America's Car of the Year, the 2016 Honda Civic, to the award-winning Accord, and the best-selling SUV of the decade, the 2016 All-Wheel Drive CRV, they're all in stock, ready for immediate delivery. Remember, the more you compare, the more you know. You want a Honda. Go to utahondadealers.com. Can you keep a seat? It's about BYU. How would you like to park 50 feet from class? Take GE classes with 20 people instead of 800. Knock off some core classes and do it right in Salt Lake City. The secret is the BYU Salt Lake Center. It's the real deal. BYU classes, BYU credit, BYU professors, just not in Provo. Not that there's anything wrong with Provo. And with classes at night, keep that sweet job or take on an internship. The BYU Salt Lake Center, the best kept secret in Salt Lake? Well, not anymore. See for yourself at slc.byu.edu. Summer days used to last forever. It seemed like an eternity until the school bell rang. You thought your birthday would never come, but it did, and you had a few more. Suddenly, things got faster. Graduation, first job, you learned, you grew, you traveled, you got a promotion, you got married, and life started zipping by faster and faster and faster and faster and faster until... <laughs> Some moments make the whole world stop. When those moments come, we'll be there. Sagicor Life Insurance Company. Wise financial thinking for life. Visit us today at SagicorLifeUSA.com. At Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen, you can bet that we're huge Cougar fans. We love the games, the school, and our new coach. Most of all, we're at the edge of our seats with everyone else waiting for the day that the Cougs break into that big conference we've always wanted. Until then, we'll rise and shout in support of our community. Come visit us on University Parkway in Orem. Ken Garf, we hear Cougs. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Our show brought to you by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, where they love the sounds of Cougar wins and the voices of satisfied customers. Welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Hashtag Satake Show. Hashtag Satake Show, and you were on BYU Football Facebook Live. We are on KSL News Radio and the BYU Cougars app, as well as BYUCougars.com slash live radio. So whether you're streaming us, watching us uh, on the computer, or listening over the air, great to have you with us. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons, the coach, and Nick Kurtz is coming up in a little bit. All right, uh, Coach Satake, once you went back and kind of reviewed uh, the UCLA game, what stood out to you maybe that didn't hit you Saturday night that you saw in, in a second look? Um, I, I think that the the lack of big plays and then um we we actually had way more three and outs than i thought you know but um trying to establish momentum and um you know, I, I thought we played a pretty clean game i don't know i think we got penalized maybe a couple times yeah. but um other than that we just needed to get more production on the field and defensively we had uh, some breakdowns um but uh Considering the the quarterback we're going against, I thought we did a great job, you know, limiting them to 17 points. We'd have taken that yeah. um, before the game, and um, it was just disappointing because uh, I thought I thought we let one go, you know, that we could have had, and um, 
and uh, I think our fans deserved us to play way better than what we did, and that's just be, me being honest, you know. And I, if 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 you if you think I feel bad, you should um, see our, our players and and uh, how hard they're working right now to make sure that that doesn't show up again. So uh, that 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 was motivating for me to see that yesterday and today in practice, and uh, guys like Nick, you know, being able to lead the way. I think that this is now time for our guys and our leaders to, to step up and and. Uh, you know, show them what they're show everyone what they're made of, and, and give our fans something that they can be uh, proud of on the field as far as points. Because one of the challenges you're looking at offensively is that you don't really have an identity. There's not a play that uh, you can kind of count on each time, and then you complement that play and build your offense from that. Yeah, and then I think that uh, I mean, it, it's it's as you look back at it and you and you. Uh, try to evaluate everything. Uh, we we need to all be on the same page, um, and and it's got to happen because the transition from practice to the games aren't showing up. Yeah. And so um, as Ty and I talked to it, and we talked to the offensive staff, trying to figure out ways to be much more efficient. Um, that was that's been the goal. And so I, I think with uh, the type of game plan and the, the plays that we have on our menu right now, we feel really comfortable with it. And. More importantly, Taysom feels comfortable in the offense and the receivers and running backs O-line feel comfortable with it. And and uh, we'll, we'll see as we prep during this week how it's going to show. But, um, you know, our, our, we're always going to evaluate our, our performance and see how we can get better and get more points. I mean, it doesn't matter how many points we put up. It's just not good enough, you know. So uh, that's just the type of guys that we are and the kind, the kind of staff that we have. I mean, our offense is there working extremely hard, uh, our staff, and so is our defense. You know, everyone's working uh, to get to get more wins and, and try to find ways to win games during the week. Now, looking at some historical precedent here, BYU's one and two. This is the twelfth time in the last twenty-five seasons BYU's been one and two. So more often than not, or half the time, they have a one and two start to the year. Well, in the previous eleven one and two starts, BYU's ended up five hundred or better for the year ten times. So invariably, they figure it out and they find a way to get on a roll and get things done. I was reminded of Ty's senior season, nineteen ninety-one. BYU was zero and three to start the year, then didn't lose again the rest of the way. Three really tough teams tough results didn't score a ton of points and then kind of got going and, and figured things out so you know there is some precedent for BYU bouncing back and getting things figured out I hope you um, at least know that that's been something that's pretty common with this program well that's the, that's the character of our guys the type of people that we have on our team they're never going to quit and um, regardless of where we play and, um, and and how we're playing we just never feel like we're out of anything you know so um, it's it's not me it's it's it's, it's not it's just what's been here uh, over decades and um, from the fans to the players to the expectations everyone just meets it and and uh, quitting and, and is not not even an option for us and so our guys are always going to be resilient and bounce back and I'm looking forward to seeing um, the success that happens I mean if you look at a, at a lot of different things that happen in life I, I've, I've heard a lot of people tell me their life stories of success and uh, sports stories and business stories and um, all of it have have a common thread that they had to overcome some adversity and, and some hardships and and then uh, you know great things happen afterwards and our our hardship and adversity right now is that we lost two games by a total of four points to quality Pac-12 t- uh, teams and um, we've been in 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 those games and so that's that's our adversity and our hardship and let's overcome it you know we it's going to take everybody working hard and being positive and and. Uh, uh, so far, from what I've seen in the, in the first two days of this preparation, uh, they're doing it well. So I, I look forward to I, I, I just anticipate our, our guys doing uh, much better and achieving their goals this Saturday because that's what they do. 
the defense played really well, Coach, uh, and I don't want to single out a guy, but there's a guy playing defense for you that's worth the price of admission. He's come. He's just fun to come watch, and that's Butch Powell. Oh, yeah, and Butch, is he's instinctive, and with this defense, I mean, and he's humble. You know, you, you hear him talk, he knows that it's not all, all him, but um, not a lot of middle linebackers get 19 tackles in the game, yeah. and and not a lot of them are really vicious and violent like how he does it. And um, yeah, After the game, yeah. uh, Starks came over to him and said, man, you hit hard, and Butch said, yeah, well, you run hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and he loves the game, and we have a lot of guys on the team that are a lot, a lot like Butch, and he's just taking advantage of the opportunities that he's getting, but he gives credit to the right people, the D-line, and, and uh, you know, our backers are, are a good group, and um, they get things done, but they understand that it's not just all them. Yeah, and right. there's, But there's a lot there's a lot more explosive plays to be made on defense, and they know that, and they're hungry to get to get it, and specifically sacks and creating more turnovers. Butch is listed six foot. Is he all of that, or is he a little? Is is he six foot? I don't know. They're all they're all on the ground when whenever he's done with it. So it doesn't really matter how tall anybody is. All, I've seen six three and six five guys get knocked on the ground. And he's taller than them when this when it's all said and done. So he's standing over him. So yeah. Yeah, no matter how tall he is, he's, I mean he's, Shea Murbrook was the same way. He plays yeah. a lot oh, like yeah. Shea. He's yeah. he's uh, really active, and um, yeah, I just it, it's it's awesome. And I've said before, he's only a sophomore, so. Really excited about that. <laughs> you got him for a little, more, a little yeah. more time. We'll take a break. We'll come back when we do. We'll be bringing in Nick Kurtz for the next two segments on the show. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar, IMG Sports Network. What are the most important... You're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Bounces off a tackler. Stays on his feet. He's going to go. Touchdown. Now let's rejoin Greg Rubel. They come in from the right. He goes end zone. He's got a man there. A catch made. Kurtz with a touchdown. Nick Kurtz for the score. And the Cougars making it interesting. 37 seconds to play. 17 to 13 is the score. That was Saturday here at Lavelle Bridge Stadium. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Taysom Hill to Nick Kurtz. And Nick Kurtz is tonight's guest on the show. Once again, a round of applause for the man. Nick Kurtz is here with us tonight. So I, I asked and I wondered if, if, if Butch is really six foot because he's a pretty compact little player. No one ever wonders if Nick Kurtz is really 6'6 six, six, <laughs> because Nick looks all of 6'6. Six, six. Is that your legit height, by the way? 6'5 uh, and a half. Okay. We'll round Close up. Enough. We'll round up in this case. Uh, were you always... A football guy, or were you another sport until a certain time? Um, I've told my story before, and when I was coming out, of, so I played football all throughout high school, all growing up, and then uh, when I graduated from high school, I thought I was going to be done with football, and I actually started playing basketball a lot, and I planned on playing at my junior college. Uh, I planned on playing basketball. Was that Grossmont? I was at Grossmont, yeah. yes, um, and I ended up taking a year off right out of high school, and I just had to work, and uh, you know, I had to pay for a car and everything and get my life situated, and then somewhere along the line, I kind of realized that football was going to be my calling. Like I was playing football with my brother. We were just playing like you know tag with all our friends and i was doing really good he's like dude you gotta go play football like you're you're tall you know you're gonna do great so i went over and just tried out at grossmont and i worked really hard and everything paid off and now i'm here today and coming out of grossmont what were your options uh i had a lot of different options um I, probably the highest ones were, were usc and oregon and oregon right. yeah those two but i'm at byu 
Yeah, and we're glad that you are, right, yeah. Uh, you got that touchdown catch in that game, and it wasn't an easy catch, but uh, kind of talk us through the play and how it happened that you were able to get a little freedom and still make that catch yeah. and then stay in bounds. Yeah, we um, called a play. We were going to take a shot deep, and I knew it was going to go to me, so I did my best to get open, and, and the defensive back was actually in really good coverage. He was, he was a very talented DB, um, and Taysom just put it in a really good spot, and I was able to get some separation at the end, um, and really from there, I just was focusing on the ball, so I didn't even pay attention too much to my feet. It just kind of naturally happened that way. So, Did it come pretty much right over your it did, right, yeah, mask, right, 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 over, right over the shoulder. Um, and that was something that me and Taysom have worked on and all the other quarterbacks have worked on a lot throughout this offseason because I knew that uh, that situation was going to arise throughout the year, um, and it, it showed uh, yeah. during the game. Kalani, as someone who's primarily a defensive eye, what makes uh, Nick Kurtz a hard guard? Well, because he's so tall, and he's got great ball skills, and he's really fast. So when you put all that together, he's a dynamic player. And um, he's done some amazing things um, in practice, and I'm just looking forward to yeah. you know, getting more of the balls up in the air and letting him just make plays. And I mean, basketball players make great, great um, football players, and you know, Dennis Pitta being one of them. And, Nick Kurtz. You know, we're talking to Jabari Parker. He can make a comeback play, play football. Does he have a year left? <laughs> yeah, well, he. the rules state that when he's done with basketball, he can actually come back like Danny Ainge did with baseball. So I put that in his ear a couple weeks ago <laughs> when he's with us. But, yeah, I'm, he's got a long way if he wants to get to Nick Kurtz level as far uh, as receiving. But, but he's, he's, he's got all the work. And if you, if you see after practice, he's one of the last guys off the field because he's always working on, on different ways to catch the ball. And, uh, I mean, he's got... He's got a lot of football ahead of him. Nick Kurtz, sorry, Mark. Oh. Uh, Nick is one catch and four yards behind Moroni Laulu Pututau uh, as the leading receiver on the team right now. And uh, Moroni has got a good frame on him too. You have a couple of nice tall, tall targets for Taysom Hill. And before that, uh, Mitch Matthews was was yeah. part of the mix too. Um, how often do you still see Mitch? Because I've seen him around here and you know here and again. Yeah. Uh, you and uh, Mitch keep in touch. And how fun was it to be to be part of that tandem with him last year? Yeah. Well, also don't forget about Taron. Taron was another one of the tall guys yeah, last year. Enough, yeah. yeah. Moroni did good too last year. Um, yeah, I know. I talk to Mitch all the time still. You know, he's still in town. He's working his way into the NFL. Um, you guys you know, were roommates, right? We were. We were roommates. Um, he was, yeah, he was one of my best friends for sure, um, and he helped me get through my experience here, and he made it a lot of fun for me. Um, and I try to pass on some of the things that I learned from him on to uh, the younger guys today uh, to help their experience out while they're here. Okay, basketball one-on-one. Who takes it, you or Mitch? I hate to admit this, but he's a pretty good basketball player. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Okay. Well, my favorite thing about Nick is how he does the one-handed catches. You know, and he works on it a lot. And, uh, you guys make sure you watch in pregame <laughs> out there when he's catching them out there because he just stabs that ball out of the air. He takes it like a baseball. It's pretty dang good. I'm waiting for it to happen in a game one of these days, but I don't know if it ever will. <laughs> I, if it's there, I'm going for two hands in the game. Yeah, I imagine that's good good logic, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. More from Nick Kurtz. Folks, when you shop at Smith's, getting more for your money is simpler than you might think, and you'll earn fuel points to help you save at the pump. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. We are live at the Lavelle Bridge Stadium President's Lodge with great BYU fans. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. It's time for a touchdown! Once again, here's Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Lavelle Bridge Stadium President's Lodge. We're coming your way, brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. This is, once again, BYU Football with Kalani Satake. 
Hashtag Satake Show. We are on BYU Football Facebook Live, KSL News Radio, the BYU Cougars app, however you're with us. Great to have you with us. It is BYU in West Virginia from FedEx Field in Landover this Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time pregame and a 1.30 kick on the network. Nick Kurtz is our player guest. Nick coming off a career high, eight receptions in the game versus UCLA and that touchdown in the final minute. And, uh, Nick, you guys have made the final minutes of games very interesting here in the first three weeks. We did this for the last two years now. I think it's just what we do. I I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we just start letting it rip. Um, But, you know, we've gotten really good at it. We practice really hard at it. Um, Almost every practice we have a two minute. Do we do it every practice? We have a two minute minute drive and we always work on it. And uh, it's definitely paid off for us uh, throughout these last two years. Yeah, what about these last drives, especially this year? Do you hope carries over into the first, you know, 58, 59 minutes that you think really can carry over? I think we just need to come out more explosive, you know, just come out there and with more confidence. And, uh, you know, we've we practiced so hard and we all know what we can do and we all know what we're capable of. Um, we're just waiting to click. Um, and sometimes that's just what happens when you have a new offense out there. You know, you're trying to figure out uh, who's good at what and, and how guys are going to mesh. Um, but I think, you know, this week we should be coming out there and we'll start off hot. You've had to overcome some injuries and uh, it's kind of held you back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, uh, you get an extra year out of it. So we're excited yeah. that you're here this year. But. Uh, Tell me, uh, how do you feel right now? And you've overcome everything, and you're ready to go? Yeah. I ended up having the same injury on both my feet. Um, so I have screws in both of my feet now. So I feel like an old man sometimes. But <laughs> it's all right. You push through it. But I mean, th- this extra year has been an absolute blessing for me. And I was able to uh, get into the business school here, which was something I wasn't going to do um, if I didn't have that extra year. Um, and on top of that, I mean, I-, I just get to be here and experience everything, you know, for another round. Um, and it's pretty sad when you start thinking, like, wow, my soon as this football season's over my career here is done yeah. you know like no more football at BYU so it's been a big part of my life and I've enjoyed it a lot when did you first think that BYU might be something you would consider I never did <laughs> growing up I, I didn't know what BYU was growing up um even when I was getting recruited, I saw it. And first thing I thought was like, aren't they Mormon? Like, you don't, you don't you have to serve a mission if you go there. So I didn't really know anything. Um, but then I started getting more educated um, and learning from it. And we had a, we had a, uh, the staff was uh, good at recruiting. And they took me here. And I met all the fans, met all the people. And, I mean, you see this, people showing up to a talk show like this. And uh, I had a really good time when I came out here. And it just felt like the right place. Uh, and, it, and it's been great. Yeah, so now that you've been here as long as you have, uh, what are your feelings for BYU as you get ready to play your senior season here? Yeah, well, I love it. I mean, there's nothing. And nothing better than going out on that field and I mean that Cougar walk that was special I think a lot of it was because coach uh, he's been so good he's been going to you know all the different sporting events and he's been cheering us on and cheering everyone in, in this program on and so nice to the fans um, and he's made it really fun for all of us and taking care of us I mean it's it's something that we all know if, if there's ever a problem we talk to coach Sataki and he's going to take care of it and he's going to uh, try to make our experience as good as possible um, so I mean I, I love it here and I love playing on that field I love our fans um, and you know it's somewhere that I want to one day take my kids to and show BYU and you know what I got to experience well coach I know that you wish the outcome were different but that first game day experience for you as a head coach and Nick kind of references it was pretty special just the same wasn't it yeah it was unbelievable and uh, you know we got got emotional going through the Cougar walks just seeing the support and the love for our team and and our program and and, um, just ask our players to appreciate it you know uh, uh, because Nick's talking about playing his senior year here and and, um, I don't know just just passing through the stadium it just does something to you and you 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 always think of this place as home and and um you know even though i was just coming here to coach it it, it felt great to be back home and 
and we have something special. Nick, Nick felt it when he came on this trip, and uh, we, when we get recruits here in Provo and they meet our fans and they're around our fans, especially at a, sport, a sporting event, um, you can feel the electricity in the air, and that's the selling point. That's the that's the that's the kicker. That's the X factor for us is our fan base, and and uh, we're really excited to get recruiting, get more guys like Nick here, and and um, you know, but he he sets the sets the example, and then he he's done a great job for this for this program. He's a great ambassador for our, for our football team, and I just I mean, a lot of people don't real, realize that he he's back to 100 percent now. He mm-hmm. he actually missed a lot of camp and. Um, for a, a young man like him to just work so much, even though he couldn't run at the beginning of camp, uh, he's got the, the unbelievable work ethic. And I think that what you saw last weekend is just a little bit of what's about to happen. And, and now he's back to 100% form and he's like in great shape. You know, the Arizona game, he won't admit it, but he <laughs> couldn't do a full game. And now uh, it's, it's hard to pull him off the field because uh, he's set and he's ready and he's a big time playmaker. Well, it's a big difference from when you got here, right? And now you're a leader. And you're expected to be able to pull everybody along. And tell me what your feelings are about now that you're one of the guys. You know, you're a senior and you're the guy that they look up to. Yeah, um, I've always enjoyed kind of taking that role on. Um, I, I enjoyed that when I was in my junior college. It was one of those things that I kind of got the torch passed on to me. And I was able to help out the younger guys um, and try to pass on a culture. Uh, so we try to do the same thing uh, today. You know, I think this this receiving unit is closer than um, a lot of units that I've been a part of, um, and I feel like we're all uh, we're all friends with each other. And we all have fun, and that's part of the game. And you know, even like a guy like me and Taysom, you know, when when I go sit down with him on the bench, like even if we're losing, I still look at him. I'm like, all right, like, you know, both, both of us are like, all right, let's go do this. Let's go out there. Let's score because we feel so tight to each other, and we all want to do it for each other and, and and for everyone that comes to our games. And like, I mean, it feels terrible when you, you lose your home opener and you have all those fans there and you know you feel like you didn't excite people as much as you should have um and so you know our goal is just to go out there and do as as, as good as we can so we apologize to you guys sometimes if it doesn't work out that way um but you know we, we're promised we're going to give it our all for you guys um and, and try to win as many games as we possibly can and we appreciate everyone uh coming out as we as we let you go uh before we let you go i'm going to ask your your thoughts if you could uh tell us about uh your experiences or thoughts about or um feelings about the three coaches you work, work most closely with, Coach Satake, Coach Detmer, Coach Cahoon. You, you should talk about all of them? Yeah. Your well, thoughts on each three of them. I, I already told you about uh, Coach Satake. I told you he's he's the nicest head coach I've ever been around who always wants to take care of us. And he's been there before, and he understands BYU. Um, and he understands what it's like to be a player, and he understands what this program means to, to everyone that's a part of it. Um, and and he knows what it takes to be great, and you know he deserves better than a, a, a one and two record right now, which I know is going to turn around. Um, but he definitely deserves better because he's put all he can into this. Um, and there's going to be a bright future for this program, and I know that. And there's going to be some big recruits that are going to come through here and have players that tell their honest opinion about uh, BYU and tell them how much they love it and how well we're taken care of. Uh, so we couldn't have found a better coach than Coach Sataki to take over. Um, and Coach Detmer. Uh, he's pretty funny because you know he's the Heisman winner, but he never acts like it. Like he, he's all, he's a humble guy. Um, I joke around with him all the time, and you'd never know that he was you know he won the Heisman. You know he's not he's not that kind of guy where he carries it around and acts like he's better than people. Did you know about his Heisman once you got to BYU? Uh, yes, because of course the letters. Everyone told me about how we, every award won by every player here. You know, as part of recruiting. Um, you know, but I never thought I'd be getting coached by by um, Coach Detmer at all. Um, and he's done a great job, and it's tough to. 
come in there and, and really get an offense going. But like I said, it's going to happen. I promise you that. And, and he's the right guy for the job. Um, and we all we all love playing for him. And that's the best part. When you love looking up to your guy, even after a loss, you're like, all right, I play for this guy. I want to win games for him. Rather than when you lose a game and you're mad and you, you know you're mad at the offensive coordinator or whatever, that's not how we feel at all. You know, everyone, you know, we feel like we didn't execute um, in an offense that should be flourishing. So it's the player's fault and not the coach's fault. Um, and then you have Coach Cahoon who, you know, he, he's, he's, he's out there you know, at practice and he'll strap up his cleats and he'll throw the ball around and he can run routes right now if he wanted. You know, he was in the Canadian Football League for so long. So you take everything that he says um, and you can really listen to it and apply it. Uh, because you know he's been through it and you know it worked for him so it's always nice to have a coach who you know he's been through it um, uh, in, in his own cleats and, and seen the defender in front of him and he knows what we uh, feel like in each situation because he's been through it um, and he's a really cool guy very down to earth um, and, and easy to get along with and easy to listen to and take his coaching points so um, an awesome staff that we all get to play for we're all really lucky and I'm glad I got to experience this uh, my senior year well you're easy to listen to too yeah. you're a great talker roll, uh, I'm yeah. not sure what your plans are in life but uh, you can you <laughs> do this pretty easily, I think. Uh, Let's give Nick Kurtz a big hand, folks. Thanks, Nick, for coming on. Back after this. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Fans come experience 100% pure, authentic Hawaiian food at Big Island Sam's, located at 133 South State Street in Linden. Welcome back to the President's Lowe's here at LaVell Edwards Stadium for BYU Football with Kalani Satake. We're presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. Thanks to Nick Kurtz for those last two segments. Really great. And uh, we are now going into our Q&A portion of the program. Fans' questions, coaches' answers. We've got some uh, live audience member questions. And we'll start off with uh, intern Riley on the wireless mic. Riley, who do you have for question number one? Greg, thank you. We've got Dave Coleman's got our first question. Okay. Um, so do you have any game day traditions or superstitions? Like I usually wear the same socks for game day. But I haven't worn them yet this year, so you can blame me for your losses. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> so get the socks on, and we'll be fine. But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think that uh, I think everybody has some kind of superstition, you know, if it works. And so mine happens to be a royal blue hat, and I. I, if you watch, I'll turn it different ways and try to find different ways that we can get momentum. But it has nothing to do with my hat. I just, you know, I just want to put it all in my hat. <laughs> but, I think it's funny that he has other pairs of socks that aren't the same. Like he wears one blue one and one green one. Not sure if that's you, where he was going with he's that. He's wearing the same socks. Yeah. They'd both be the same. Mark thinks at the next level sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Kalani Rally cap has now been revealed, too. That's good to know. Yeah. And, and the Royal, and the, again, the Royal, I've had a lot of people ask me already, how can I get one of those? I'm not sure that they can get one of those. Can they get one of these? I don't know, but, I mean, I need to invest in getting them because everyone's asking me, too. Yeah, I was asking him last week, yeah. but I saw something I might have just about two. like it at the bookstore. Yeah, I mean. They are. How are they? Oh, that's the word. That's unfortunate. Uh, Riley, who's next? Next up, we have Cash. What's your favorite sport besides football? Basketball. Yeah, I'm a big jazz fan, so uh, I love Utah jazz. And, um, 
even so much that I tried to shoot free throws like Thurl Bailey one one time in my career in high school, and it didn't go well. But uh, yeah, as, as as long as I wasn't shooting it like Mark Eaton, I was fine. <laughs> yeah, that, that, takes, that takes us back in the day a little bit. Uh, Mark's form was a little bit unique uh, that way. Were you? Were you? Uh, was your high school team? Were you an accomplished player? Did you guys do well? In basketball? In high school, yeah. I played basketball, but I, I mean, I played varsity and everything, but I think I was there more for my five fouls and my picks. <laughs> you know, a couple a couple technical fouls. People knew when they were picked by you, evidently, right? Yeah, I mean, I was there just to be a tree trunk in the way, I guess. <laughs> One more question before the break, Riley. Who do you have? Thanks, Scott, or Greg. I've got Scott Wood. Coach, can you tell us how you prepared differently when you traveled to such a faraway destination as West Virginia? Well, I mean, we, we've, we've uh, gone east uh, quite a few times in, in my coaching career. We've done that, and um, the best move that we've made is going out an extra day, you know. So we'll, we'll be flying out there Thursday. We'll get there Thursday early evening and have dinner and then spend the night there just to get over the jet lag, and um, that's something that I really believe in, you know, and, and so um, – We'll, we'll go, so we'll be out there a day early whenever you're traveling two time zones, um, you know. But I think when I played, we tried to convince Coach Edwards that we should go to Hawaii two weeks before. <laughs> but yeah, Instead of two days. Yeah, yeah, it won't work that way. But, no, that's that's what we're trying to do differently. And um, obviously it's going to be warm and everything, but uh, I don't think it's going to be too bad as far as the weather goes and the humidity. But uh, I think the, the main thing is getting out there early and getting some more rest. Uh, question from Davey via Twitter on hashtag Satake show before the break and then more live audience questions on the other side of the break. How long till Corbin Kofusi is playing tight end for the offense? And he said he's excited to travel to the game from North Carolina this weekend to see you oh, guys wow. out in Maryland. So, Davey, we'll, have, we'll see you out there. Thanks for the support. And maybe it's, you know, semi-tongue-in-cheek when he asks, but uh, Corbin showed pretty good hands on the fake field goal. And there's been some talk about, hey, maybe he's a red zone target. Is he strictly a defender or can you use him different ways like you showed? Um, you know, we, we've talked about it. And uh, right now he's he's a quality defensive end, and uh, he he's been raw, but he's gotten a lot better in the last couple of weeks. And uh, I just hate to disrupt his his um, development right now, and and load up his plate with something more. Uh, so we're, we're trying to have him be as great of a defensive end first, and then uh, he can do the tight end stuff. I mean, I, I'm all about guys going both ways and men, and being able to get on the field and helping us win. He wants to do it right now, and I mean he showed off on that fake field goal so and you know now what Mitch Jurgens should you throw the ball at quarterback too because he <laughs> well, it's uh it's well we'll take our time with it and uh, I don't know maybe you'll see him out there I'm not trying to give away the the playbook but either way he's, there's a plan for all of yeah, that stuff he's uh, he's athletic enough to do a lot of things we know that much we'll take a break we'll continue we'll have uh, more questions on the other side it is a Q&A for coach Satake this is BYU football with Kalani Satake brought to you by Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network you're tuned to BYU football with Kalani Satake he's made the catch at the 30 it's gonna go touchdown Cougars now let's rejoin Greg Rubel Fans looking for some fun in your life? Book Kona Ice for your next event. The coolest shaved ice truck around. Visit them online at kona-ice.com. We are live at the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So many great fans with us every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. Welcome back to the show. BYU football with Kalani Satake. 
here on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Our title sponsor, as always, is, BY, is uh, Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. Cougars and Mountaineers, first time ever that BYU and West Virginia meet uh, this Saturday in Landover, Maryland. Coach Satake, any connections at all uh, on your staff uh, to their staff or people that know things about or coached against certain guys like that, or is it pretty all new for you? Um, I mean, I, I know that uh, Dana in the past have been, he comes from the Hal Mummy, Mike Leach tree, and so. So he's an air raid disciple. Yeah, and, thing, and yeah. then he's kind of gone more towards the run, and so there's a lot of connections and, and uh, from that uh, background, and I think Coach Brian Mitchell was out there at West Virginia at one oh, time. One time, so, yeah. Um, you know, but I, uh, I have ne- I've never been to West Virginia, and, and uh, this the game's in. in um, Maryland. Yeah, Maryland at, at FedEx Field, so. Um, I, I don't know. It's just it's all brand new, but I know that they that what they've done in the past, their, their program, and, and they have a quality football team. So we're, we're excited to go out there and play them on a neutral site. They're two and zero, coming off a bye week. BYU one and two, and getting right after it for that East Coast trip. Uh, intern Riley Evans, intern Riley with the wireless microphone. Our next uh, audience member question: What do we have, Riley? Thank you, Greg. We've got Craig Gale. Coach, what has been your biggest surprise so far this season? Um, surprise? Well, not really surprise. I just I uh, I can't believe how much um, support we get from the fans, and it's it's overwhelming. It's it's uh, it's such a great thing to feel, you know, as a head coach, and even in this position where I think we should be doing better. Um, just getting all the support that we have, it's it's a uh, it's a great sight, and uh, I, I can't say that I'm surprised by it, but I just really. Uh, you know, it's really good to feel the love and the support. And, and um, you heard Nick mention it about about it before, where we just want to do so much better for our fans, and that's that's our main influence to try because they they deserve way more than what we're doing right now, especially with this record. And uh, we look forward to to making them happy. Hey, thanks for the question and the answer, uh, Riley. Who do you have next? Yeah, next up we have Tyrell Salisbury. Okay, amid on-the-field and off-the-field distractions, how do you keep your players motivated and focused on what's important? Uh, well, I, <clears throat> I think the game of football is fun. And, and uh, uh, you know, I, obviously I'm, I'm a, a little bit of a positive person. I, I look in the, in the good and everything. And so uh, keeping our guys focused, the, these guys have served, most of the majority of them served missions. And so... Um, you know they've been through way harder times than a one and two record, losing two games by four points to quality Pac-12 teams, and so um, you know the, the, for them to just enjoy the moment and be happy with with uh, the progress and the sacrifices that have been made for them. So uh, I think that uh, you know that that's that's one thing that our guys are really motivated for, and then they're focused on doing that. I mean they have to do so many different things, and and uh, but you can you can carry you can wear all the different hats and just be look to be great in everything you know you look to be great uh teammates great brothers great husbands great sons great uh, friends and that's trying to live in the in the level of excellence in, in all of it and there's really no order in it you just try to accomplish all of it together and these guys are great examples to me of that okay final live audience member question here uh, riley yeah our last question is from derek bradley derek hey coach um i'm wondering what is to you byu's biggest selling point from a recruiting standpoint I, I mentioned the fans; they're the best part of it, and 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 the goal in recruiting is to get the young man on a trip. And I've seen it before when you get uh, even even the young women when they're on, coming for soccer, volleyball, basketball, whatever it is. If you can get these recruits on campus, and if they can, especially if they can be in a sporting event, uh, just, uh, they're, they're, you feel the love all the time, and it's, it doesn't stop. And uh, I, I've heard people say, "Well, I remember." 
go on my trip here, and, and I don't know. I've never really thought about BYU. How many times have we heard that? Yeah, I've never yeah. thought about in the, in, the, in the four weeks that we've been here. And they said that when they got here, they just felt like it was home for them, and that's because of the fans and the support. That, and that's what Cougar Nation is all about. And that combined with the church and what we represent, um, that's why it feels really comfortable, and, and the spirit confirms it. So we just got to get them here. Right on. All right, we'll take our final break. We'll come back with Kalani's final thoughts on the week. We're here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the President's Lodge for BYU football with Kalani Sitake. On the news game, Cougar, IMG Sports Network. All right, to BYU-West Virginia coming up Saturday. Coach Satake, final words. You've got your QB, Taysom Hill, leading you back east to play a really good team. Yeah, and Taysom's a, a great young man, and I know that there's a lot of people that, that you know, unfortunately for a quarterback, uh, you get – well, the fortunate part is you get a lot of credit, but the the bad part is you get a lot of the blame. And uh, Taysom's ready for to, to show better. And but I think it's it, it's unfair to bl- to blame him for any of the issues that our offense is having when uh, there's a lot of different things. You look at his interceptions, for example. He's thrown four. Uh, three of them have been tip balls, and uh, one is actually a bad decision by him on back shoulder throw. But uh, he's a great player. He's ready to explode, and I'm looking forward to it. And he doesn't mind um, taking on the blame. But I want to make sure that everybody knows that uh, we're aware. I think it's unfair for everyone to just kind of jump on him. But he's willing to do it. And uh, I think it's something that can drive him and motivate him. And he's, he's ready to show for the fans and, and for our team. And I'm looking forward to him uh, doing some great things for us on Saturday. All right. Good final words. We look for a bounce back. Folks, thanks for coming out tonight. BYU football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Good night. You've been listening to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Tune in each week for the latest on BYU Football with Coach Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.